You are listening to the Akron Abide Bible Study Podcast. For more information, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Abide. Man, I am pumped today for this week's Akron Abide Bible Study Podcast. Thank you guys for making us part of your day today. My name is Michael Moose, and today's series is going to be pretty awesome. Really excited for it. We've got a new series today, and it's going to be on the mind, transforming your thought life one thought at a time. And we're going to look at the mind today and how we can gain victory over the minds, victory over our thought life, and be who God called us to be. Because a lot of times the stress that you're dealing with the worry, the anxiety, the doubts, the low self-esteem, all of that can be changed by thinking differently and renewing our mind, uh, the Bible says. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. You and I, we can renew our minds and think right so we can live a life of success and victory. And so for the next few weeks, that's where we're going to be looking at. And we're going to dive into that today and look at how we can change our thought life. And so what we're going to do to start off our series is kind of look at some fun facts on the minds because the mind is a powerful and fascinating thing. And your brain actually contains 100 billion neurons and can store 100 trillion thoughts. That's quite a bit, right? And it's believed that we can actually think around 40,000 thoughts a day. That's so powerful. No wonder the Bible has so much to say on the minds, right? Actually, the form of the word mind is used 145 times in the Bible. 145 times indicating how important the mind is. Now, here's a couple of verses on the mind in the Bible, just to bring it to light a little bit. Again, there's many of them, but here's just a couple. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. James 1.8 says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And Philippians 2.5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. All of those verses are kind of highlighting the importance of the mind, why we need to think like Jesus and manage our minds in the Christian life. And so we're going to be looking at the importance of mind management today. That's going to be our series episode now, why do we need to manage our minds? Why does the Bible talk about it so much? And why does the Bible tell us that we need to renew our minds? Well, there's three reasons why. Number one, we need to manage our mind because my thoughts control my life. The way we think actually determines the way that we act. We are the sum total of our thoughts. Um, that's what the Bible says. Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. The way we think will determine the way that we act. All that we achieve or fail to achieve is the direct result of what we think. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or not, you're right. The way we think becomes the way that we act. We become what we think. So if you think negative, you're going to become negative. If we think positive, we will become positive. If we think godly, we will become godly. If we think ungodly, we will become ungodly. If we think ourselves victorious, we will become victorious. But if we think ourselves as a failure, we'll become a failure. Our thoughts control our life, which is why it's so important that we manage our mind. So that's the first one. Secondly, though, the second reason is because my mind is a battleground for sin. Sin always begins in the minds. Every sin that we commit actually starts in the minds. Your body obeys impulses 
in the mind. That's where the battle is. Because the way that we think determines the way that we act. So if you're thinking on sinful thoughts and desires, you're going to eventually commit those sinful thoughts and desires. So it's so important that we manage our mind so we don't give in to that sin. Don't give in to that temptation because my mind is a battleground for sin. That's number two. And then number three, because it is the key to peace. We need to manage our mind because if we do, we will have peace in our life. That's what the Bible says in Romans 8, 6. The Bible says, for to be carnally minded, for to be worldly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. If we are spiritually minded, we are managing our minds. We are thinking biblically, thinking like Jesus, and we will have peace in our life. Isaiah 26, 3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Managing our mind is the key to peace. It is so important in the Christian life to manage your minds. Because an unmanaged mind leads to tension, but a managed mind leads to tranquility. An unmanaged mind leads to pressure, but a managed mind leads to peace. An unmanaged mind leads to stress, but a managed mind leads to strength. And an unmanaged mind leads to chaos, but a managed mind leads to confidence. And every single one of us, we want confidence in our life, confidence in the promises of God, confidence in our thought life. And if we manage our minds, we can have confidence. Amen. So that's why we need to manage our minds. But secondly, how do we do it? How do we manage our minds and take control over our thoughts? Well, there's three ways to do it or three ways that we're going to look at today. Because again, this is a 10-week study that we're going to look at, but these are just three things that you can focus on um, to kind of help you manage your mind to, to, to kickstart it a little bit. So these three ways are this. Number one, feed your minds. Number two, free your minds. And number three, focus your minds. You do those three things, and that's the first step to managing your minds. Feed your mind, number one. You need to feed your mind with the truth of God's word. Feed your mind with the truth. Amen? In fact, Jesus said in John 8, 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now that word truth is referring to the word of God. It's referring to God's word. And the Bible says that you read the word of God, you feed your mind on the promises of God, and it will make you free from a lot of that worry that you're dealing with. A lot of that stress, anxiety, feed your mind with the truth of God's word. Because there are promises in the Bible for us. There are over 7,000 promises with your name on it. You know, the Bible says we are more than conquerors through his love. We've got the victory in Christ Jesus. We are able to triumph over anything that comes our way. Those are promises from God. And if we read it, take hold of those promises, it will help us a lot in the Christian life. And the Bible actually talks about that. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirits, and of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. That word discerner means judge. And what it's saying is the word of God can actually sort out what thoughts are of the flesh and what thoughts are of the spirit in your life. It helps you realize some lies that maybe you're telling yourself and be like, hey, that's not true. This is true. And this is going to help me overcome some things in my life. It actually discerns things for you. So feed your mind with the truth. That's the first step to managing your mind. But then secondly, we need to free our mind from the lies, the lies that are going on in your head, because there are some lies in your head. Everyone has them. I have them. 
and you have them. And these lies come from the worlds, the flesh, and the devil. And these lies try to get you to conform, get you to compromise, and get you to lose the victory that God has given you. Now, let me ask if you've heard any lies like this in your head before, all right? Have you ever heard this before? You're worthless. You're not important. Nobody likes you. You're all alone. You're ugly. You're a failure. Have you ever felt like that before? Man, reading that, I just pierced my heart a little bit. I felt like that before. I had lack of confidence, and I, I, I struggled with anxiety. Those are some things that I dealt with a lot, and sometimes I still deal with those things. But every single one of those things are a lie. That's a lie straight out of hell. That's a lie from the world's, the flesh, and the devil. But the key is we need to cast those thoughts down. That's what we need to do, and that's what the Bible says. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10.5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. An imagination, anything that's contrary to God's word. If you have those lies, those doubts, those negative thoughts into your head, the Bible says you're to cast them down. Now, casting down literally means to throw down with force. Have you ever took something and chucked it on the ground as hard as you could? Well, that's what we're supposed to do with our thoughts that are contrary to God's word. If there's a thought into your mind that says, hey, you're ugly, dude. You want to know what you do? You cast those thoughts and you'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what the Bible says. I've got the victory in Christ Jesus. Replace the negative thought with a good thought and cast those thoughts down. And that's why it's so important that we feed on the truth of God's word. Because once we take hold of these promises and we learn the promises of God, when those lies come into your mind, you can be like, hey, no, 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 no. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says this. The Bible says I'm an overcomer. The Bible says I've got the victory. When the enemy comes to you and gives you a lie and says you're weak, if you're feeding on the truth of God, you can say, no, 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 no. Isaiah 40, 31 says I am strong. When the enemy says you're a failure, you can say, no, according to Romans 8, 37, I'm more than a conqueror. When the enemy tells you you're rejected, you can say, nope. According to Ephesians 1, 6, in Jesus, I'm accepted. And when the enemy says you're a loser, you can say, nope, 1 Corinthians 15, 7 says I'm a winner. You see what I'm saying? Feed on the truth of God's word and free your mind from the lies. They go hand in hand. Amen? That's the first two reasons. Feed your minds, free your minds. And then number three, you need to focus your minds on the positive. We can actually change how we feel by changing how we think. The Apostle Paul said in Acts 26.2, I think myself happy. When things are going bad in your life, when you have negative thoughts in your mind, replace it with a good thought. Actually, replace it with two good thoughts. And that will help you over time change the way that you feel. It won't happen right away, but you need to rethink and rewire your brain. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on the positive, not the negative. And that word think used there is to concentrate, to ponder, to meditate on. Meditate on the good things and not the bad. When you have a negative thought in your life or uh, in your mind, try to look on the bright side on that thing. And if that doesn't work, man, just think about something that makes you happy. Think about the truth of God's word or even not spiritually speaking. A lot of times I'll think about my wife 
When I'm having negative thoughts, I'll just think about how beautiful my wife is, how much my wife loves me, and how much I love my wife. I'll think on the lovely things that is my wife, and it will go a long way. Focus on the positive and not the negative, and eventually you'll be able to retrain your brain. Now, or your mind, I should say. Now, these are just the basics that we looked at, just kind of some surface stuff that we're dealing with to start, um, kind of the introduction to the mind series. But in the next coming weeks, we're really going to dive into the Word of God, how to retrain and renew our mind. So I encourage you to listen. I thank you guys for listening today. And man, I'm praying for you. I love you. And I'll talk to you next week.